Welcome to Uncommon Real Estate, where it's all about finding creative solutions for real estate agents and investors. In exclusive mastermind conversations with some of the brightest minds in real estate, you'll learn how to earn an extra six figures a year. Don't follow the herd. Be uncommon. Here are your hosts, multi-millionaire real estate agent and investor, Chris Craddock and Jeff Safright. Very cool. Hey, friends, welcome here to another episode of uh, Your Uncommon Lunchbox with your host, Chris Craddock, myself, Jeff Safright. Today, we're on to talk about lead sources. We're going to be talking about lead sources, best lead sources out there, the lead sources that we run with, and um, yeah, what we're doing to uh, to use those lead sources converted a high level. Um, so uh, with that said, I wanted to uh, just kind of give an intro to who we are, what we're all about. We are, um, we're here to make sure that you are able to live uncommon, right? That most common agents are working paycheck to paycheck just for the next deal. Uh, but what we're looking to do is make sure that we're not only doing the next deal, but we're looking to build wealth. Wealth is where your money works harder than you work. Wealth is where you are uh, no longer just tracing that, tracing that hamster wheel of transaction after transaction, but the, the hamster wheel of transactions will allow you to build wealth that will give you freedom, financial freedom. So with that said, um, looking forward to jumping in today. So our uh, top lead sources, why don't we start with this one, the one that should be everyone's number one lead source, but I want to share with you how we how to monetize it at a massively high level. Um, sphere of influence. So last year we did uh, 452 transactions was what our total count was. Uh, 48.2% of those were from our sphere of influence. And so I want to share with you, how do you monetize your sphere of influence? Um, Jeff and I both were pastors. So we came from a ministry background. We came from a place where um, relationships were so important to us um, and they continue to be. Um, and so with that said, what do we do to kind of get those relationships um, higher? So if this is not your number one, it needs to be your number one because it's the easiest, it's the cheapest, and it's the, the fastest way to grow a business, sphere of influence. So with that said, I'll just share the fastest way to grow your sphere of influence um, business and then obviously, I know a lot of people are like, ah, oh, sphere of influence. Oh, I didn't get on here to listen to sphere of influence, you know, and, and don't worry, we're not going to spend the whole time talking about it. <clears throat> but if we don't talk about this, which I know everybody talks about SOI, you know, yada, yada, I get it. But let me give you a, a new uh, lease on the SOI side of things. So <clears throat> here's this, this came from my friend, Andy, down in Atlanta. Um, he taught me how they do their business. And it's so simple. They literally do four events a year. And of those four events, um, maybe one of them's a movie, one of them's a happy hour, one of them's like a family, like pumpkin patch. And one of them is, I don't know, just something, uh, something else, right? Like something exciting, something fun. Um, but anyway, uh, with that, uh, essentially what you do is you, you have the event once a quarter and in it, you and any agent on your team, just call people and let's, let's use the movie event, right? So Spider-Man, right? The no way home Spider-Man comes out. You, you rent, 
you rent out the movie theater, costs you probably about 800 bucks to rent out a movie theater, at least in the DC area. You rent out a movie theater on a Tuesday night, a Wednesday night, something like that. You get popcorn and soda for everybody. That's another 500, you know, to a thousand bucks. Anyway, for us, it ended up like the whole shebang ended up last time we did a movie night, um, cost us probably just under, just over four grand. And with it, what we did is we just had all of our agents just call everybody and just say, hey, we've got two tickets um, for you and, and anybody you want to bring. And if, if you want to bring your kids, you need four tickets. Let us know. We can get you we can get you more. But uh, we, we paid to get all of these tickets so that you can come out and and join us. Uh, you know, is that something you want to do? And literally, it's the top movie in the box office. Right. Like, like everybody is. Uh, you know, you look at it and and don't cut corners and go cheap and like try to get like the cheap movie that they don't charge you as much for or like an old mo- movie they don't charge you as much for. You want there to be a wow factor. It's worth paying the extra thousand bucks or 800 bucks or I don't know what we paid. It wasn't 800. It was a whole heck of a lot more than 800. But the whole thing was, you know, around five grand. Um, and so, uh, uh, as you can tell, I don't get into the weeds on the uh, on, on scheduling the movie theater. So, uh, but you know, bottom line is everybody's calling, and only maybe ten percent of the people that you call are actually going to be able to be free to come, want to come, be able to come, right? But here's the thing, Jeff: if if somebody calls you and offers you something, how do you feel about that? Uh, it's, it's the gesture that matters, right? I mean, it, 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 a it, it puts you back, you know, now I'm thinking about you. Now I'm, you know, I'm remembering that you invited me to, to an event, um, that you were giving me something and, and just the thought that counts. Right. Right. The thought that counts. Right. And what Jeff, have you ever here? Here's the other question, Jeff, have you ever had somebody give you a gift around Christmas time and you're like, Holy crap, I didn't buy them a gift. Have you ever had that happen? all the time. Um, <laughs> what do you, how do you feel when you buy somebody else a gift and they haven't, and, and you don't have, or when they bought you a gift and, and you haven't bought them a gift? How does that make you feel? Uh, I mean, I, I think on one end, it makes me feel good to know that they were thinking about me on the other end. It kind of surprises me, shocks me and makes me think, Oh man, I didn't even think about getting them a gift. Right. Like, and, uh, you know, so it, I, there's two sides of it. One, you know, a, you're, you're stoked and just thankful that they were thinking of you, you know, on the flip side of that, it's like, I, you know, I feel like, you know, now I need to reciprocate that, um, you know, if possible in, in some good hearted manner. Right. Yeah. Somebody gave me this gift and, uh, it, it's this magnetic pin. So literally it just sits on the desk and it looks like it's freestanding up. And it's just really cool. And I'm like, okay, that's awesome, right? It's, it's, just, it's just fun. It's cool. It's, it's awesome. Um, so this magnetic pin. But, but the real, reality is the universe feels out of bounds. If, you have, if somebody has given you a gift and you haven't reciprocated, it, the universe feels out of bounds. And uh, there's actually a book that, I'm gonna, that I've heard so many people talking about, but I've actually started giving more gifts to people because, because of what a number of my friends have told me about this book. Um, it's called giftology, right? And so the whole idea of, of giving gifts and how the universe is out of bounds when, when somebody gives you a gift, if you don't, 
you give something back and it really builds relationships. Um, again, I'm a, uh, you know, I'm a Christian guy. Jeff's a Christian guy. You know, there, there's a verse in the Bible that says, use your, use your worldly wealth to buy friends, you know, in the book, uh, Luke 16. Right. And so like that, it sounded so weird to buy friends. What? And so, uh, I thought that was just crazy, but that's what we're doing. We're calling, we're doing that. And if, if they feel like the universe is out of bounds, like they owe you something when you give them a gift, what is the best gift your, your friends, your, your sphere of influence can give you? I mean, they could invite you to a steak dinner or they could give you a referral that make you thousands of dollars and you can buy 10 steak dinners, right? Like, like, it, like that's the whole thing, right? You, you go to Ruth's Chris like 30 times for the, for the amount of money you make on the referral that they just sent you. So that's where it's really, really, really important. So you do that four times a year, you call it through everybody. And actually my friend, Andy told me they have the most rudimentary, um, way to follow up on that, where they just made a spreadsheet of all the names of the people in their SOI. And when they got in touch, not just when they called, but when they got in touch with them, they put an X next to the name. And literally if before the event, all 250, all 500, all whatever, however many people are in there, haven't gotten an X next to their name, then they know that that agent has dropped the ball and they've dropped the ball. Boom. That is the simplest color by number ways to grow your business. If you want to grow your business, easiest way to do it four events. Boom. All right. So SOI, right? Everybody's like, oh, oh, SOI, you know, whatever. I hope that gives a new light on SOI that makes it feel different. I don't know, Jeff, you tell me, does that, does that feel like a letdown to lead off with SOI? But with that, does that feel different than, than what everybody else says? Just call your sphere. Yeah. I mean, it's uh, yeah, absolutely. I think a, it's uh, it's simple. It is, while it does cost money, it doesn't break the bank. Um, you know, four or $5,000 is probably for most agents or at least for many agents is, is less than one deal, right? So, you know, your ROI on it, especially if you're getting multiple deals out of it is, is pretty significant and it's not, uh, it's not a scary thing to do. Right. Right. So there you go easy enough. It's not scary. Last thing I'm going to say is this, and then we're going to move on to the next uh, lead source. Um, Last thing I'm going to say is this. I've listened to so many people with scripts and role play talk about calling your SOI where they say, Hey, Jeff, do you have a second for a business call? And as soon as Jeff hears that, he's probably like, "Uh, what's going on? And then I say, Hey, by the way, Jeff, do you know anybody that's looking to buy, sell, or invest in real estate? Now, don't get me wrong. If you're new to real estate, your first call should be that to everybody because you get one. But the second time you call with the same ask, do you know anybody looking to buy, sell, or invest in real estate over the next 12 months? Jeff, what are you going to start thinking every time you see my name on your phone when it rings? Well, I'm only going to accept the call to give you some coaching if that happens. (laughs) Um, yeah, that that's not uh yeah, that's not yeah, not happening. Yeah. So make sure whatever you do, you can call once. You get one free pass to call and ask for help growing your business. After that, if you call, people are going to see you're you're a salesperson just asking them for stuff. But it's different if you call and you're giving them something, right? If you're giving them free tickets to a movie, if you're giving them, you know, the reverse call in, right? I buy a a green egg and a a massage package, right? And everybody that calls in, you know, enters the win, right? Like 
Like that, are, those are the kind of things that are good. You're calling to remind them that, hey, we're doing a giveaway for a green egg and a, uh, a massage package. So if you call on this date, uh, you get entered to win on this. So that's a really, 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 really powerful uh, um, thing there. So anyway, so uh, yes, that is it. Now we're going to move on to that next uh uh, the next one, and my this is one of my favorite ones that for whatever reason, the um, and we have somebody, uh, what's up, you know, saying hello on the Zoom live. So, anybody that ever wants to join us live, we are here th- Tuesdays and Thursdays. And uh, yeah, if, if anybody has any questions, feel free to post them. And, and if you're here live with us, we will answer them live. Um, but for all of you listening on the podcast later, we love you, you're awesome. Keep rolling. All right. So next one. This is so weird. In in the investor world, this is something that everybody does, but I've never seen it happen in the agent world. Jeff, can you tell us what is driving for dollars? Looking at uh, homes that have not been well maintained, finding the addresses, and then uh, uh, skip tracing, getting uh, contact information for leads. Boom. You're looking for homes that have not been well-maintained. Jim Collins says, do the genius of the end. We're not talking multitasking, genius of the end. So Jeff, you were just out, uh, out going somewhere, right? Like, like that, there you were. If, if you were to, you're already driving. If you just drove through a neighborhood, right? Maybe it takes you an extra three minutes to drive through a neighborhood. And there's an app called Deal Machine. Right. And if you use the code uncommon, you'll get uh, you'll get like half off or something like that. But deal machine, you go in, you pull up the map. I'm driving through Jeff's neighborhood. I see that the house three doors down from Jeff's is like massively dilapidated. It just does not fit the standard of the rest of the neighborhood. And it tells us a story. Here's the story it tells us. Either they don't have the time to maintain it, they don't have the money to maintain it, or they're just kind of done with life and done with everything there. And like, it's time to be out. Or last one is, it's a landlord that just is like a slumlord and doesn't want to, doesn't care. And it's so below uh, what anybody wants to do. So I literally just go out. Now, here's the thing. You don't want to, you don't want to start calling until you have 150 people, right? There is just a reason. Cause if you call with eight to 10 people, you're going to call, you didn't call enough numbers. And frankly, boom, you're, you're not going to get anything. You're just, this doesn't work. This doesn't work. Right. You got to get your 150 people and then just sit down one afternoon, call, text and go through it. So here's how the deal machine works. You can take your 150 people that you've clicked on every time you, you drive out, you know, you literally, they say it takes about three hours of, of doing that to get 150 people. So, um, so with 150 people call, it takes three hours. Then you can send a mass, you send a text, not a mass text. You actually have to hit the button every 150 times so that you avoid mass texting issues. And you send that text out to everybody and they'll, uh, they'll respond there. Deal Machine also allows you, because they skip trace the number for you, so you can call their cell phone. And at the same time, you can send a postcard out to all 150 people that will then respond to your message, right? So it's called Driving for Dollars. 
It's one of the simplest, easiest ways to find people. And literally, we're not talking expireds or FISBOs where you get a bazillion D agents. Um, Jeff, did you have, like I know expires and FISBOs. Most people have tried, gone through it. I just don't love expires and FISBOs. Did you ever talk to any of those, those folks? Was that ever something you spent much on? I haven't done it a lot. I did it very little. Um, I always went in it with a humorous attitude so it didn't kill me like it kills most people um but it's no it's not it's not my favorite thing it's not the thing that's going to get you you know it's not uh it's not a it's not a gold mine right it, it's tough people are angry they're they're upset they don't want to be bothered um so not really my cup of tea always right yeah no i mean uh that is definitely not my my go-to either. So here's the thing. Um, there's a book, you know, it talks about the blue oceans and the red ocean, right? So for anybody listening, doesn't understand that, that terminology, um, Jeff, I mean, have you, you're familiar with all that, right? Like blue ocean, red ocean, all of that. I'm familiar with the blue ocean, not red ocean. Tell me what red ocean is. The red ocean is where the sharks are. And Basically, what happens where the sharks are is they they eat you up. And what happens when you get bit by the sharks? You're filled with the red ocean, right? Like it is not a pretty ocean. The blue ocean is wide open. It's clear. It's, you know, Caribbean, nice, pretty. So these deals are the blue ocean, right? Nobody else is in them. You're not dealing with, with if you call a, a an expired and you're going to deal with another 14 to 20 agents that have called that same expired that you're, you're competing against. Now it doesn't mean you're not going to win if you're excellent, right? If you're good, you're going to win. Um, but how much better is it when you're dealing with a bunch of people that aren't being called by 14 other agents and it's just you, right? Absolutely. Finish that thought. And I do have a thought for the expireds that, uh, that I heard another agent talking about that I think is genius, but finish up, uh, you know, basically what you're talking about with the uh, driving for dollars is you're talking about doing something that very few others are doing. Most of us sit in our office and we try to think of ways that we can create leads with little work, right? What you're talking about here is the genius of the end. I'm already driving through a neighborhood. Maybe I'm going to a listing appointment. Maybe I'm going to a showing. I see a house that needs some work. I you know, I jot it down, I put it into my Dill Machine app, whatever it is, boom, it's done, right? It's it's almost, it's doing what other agents are not doing. And in a way you could say going the extra mile, but it's, I don't know that that's necessarily correct. Now, one thing that I did hear an agent say on the expireds is that rather than calling them, they will go to their house and they will hand them a for sale postcard. Like it's a postcard, but it's a for sale sign with a gift that says, you know, basically, hey, this is me. I just want to hand you this for sale sign because, you know, if you choose me as your agent, I'll make sure your house gets sold and we don't get it, don't go expired again, something of that nature. And they have great success rate with it. Now, I don't really have the time to do that right now. Now, if the, you know, if the market turns at some point and I'm not doing 10, you know, eight listing appointments a week, then I'm going to have to do something like that. But if you're at a place where, you're needing leads, like going that extra mile, it may take a little bit more time, but the ROI on it is going to be much more significant. Right. Right. hundred percent. Totally, totally, totally. And then, 
you know, looking for things that make you stand out, right? That, that's a way to stand out. So the next, the next one that we do is it's called the golden letter. And what we do is we, wherever we have a buyer, so this helps us with getting buyers, right? Because buyers want to know you have off-market opportunities. Buyers want to know that you have something that, that other people don't have access to. So what the golden letter is, is essentially a handwritten letter. So I've hired two full-time staff members um, that write, uh, they, they just write handwritten notes on, on people on the envelope, right? Because people are more willing to open a handwritten envelope than they are something else. And um, something machine printed, printer printed, anything else, it looks like a human wrote them something, right? Because they did. And so we we paid two people to do this uh, essentially full time. We have a buyer. Let's say in our uh, in our area, they're looking for Kings Park West, right, which is an area near us, right near where Jeff lives, right. And let's say we've got a buyer looking over there. We will pay somebody. I mean, it ends up being like you know fifteen hundred bucks, two grand to write a uh, thousand letters um, to Kings Park West, to all of Kings Park West in, in that price point, right? We're pulling it up in that price point. Um, you can go to, a, there's a company called PropStream, use the code uncommon and uh, they'll give you a discount. But basically you can pull up uh, people that live in a certain price point in that area, right? Like, like they'll look at it and say, these are the houses that are priced 500 to 800,000. <clears> um, you know, these are people that are 500 to 800,000 that have lived there for five years or more, right? So you can do that and then send out these letters, um, which we call the golden letter, and they will, uh, we get calls from them. You answer the call, we send out our, our people and um, heck, we just had one where we just got a buyer. Um, our COO, David, just got a, a buyer locked up. Um, let's see, what was it? Um, he was like an $800,000 house where he locked up a buyer at, at 3%. He didn't get the listing side, but he got a full 3% on the buy side. But his buyer was really happy because they weren't finding anything on the market. And uh, David got 3% on it and it was it was a done deal. So it was really powerful. Um, you know, just a really, really great option. You have it, Jeff, you have any thoughts or anything to add on Golden Letter? No, I think it's, you know, you know we do the Golden Letter obviously as a, as a team you know, I'm actually doing it as an individual for, uh, for some buyers and, you know, just, just a little bit of a differentiation, I guess I'm using postcards or not postcards. I'm sorry. Like, uh, hello notes. I'm using blue ink and, you know, I'm dropping my business card in it, but I'm basically saying, you know, Hey, uh, we won't charge, you know, we'll charge the buyer, uh, so that you don't have to pay realtor fees. Right. And my buyers, they already know that, that I'm doing this and I'm taking out the additional time. And so we're get, we'll agree on a sales price and we'll add the commission on top of that. And because right now in the area that we're looking, we've been putting offers in at 10% above asking price and we've lost like three or four offers, right? We, we've gotten 10 to 12%. So what I'm doing now with these cards are is saying, hey, we will agree on a purchase price and then add the commission on top of that. Now on the buyer side, what I'm charging them 4% to do this. So in their mind, we're coming to an agreed upon price. They're losing out on offers that are 10 to 12% above offer, but now they only have to pay 4% uh, 
above and they're not competing with anybody else. So that way it seems like a win for the listing uh, for the seller. It's a win for the buyer and it's a win for me because I can get paid a little bit more and I don't have to compete with everybody. Right. hundred percent. It just, it's, it's great. It, it is truly off market. And so if you're trying to compete as a buyer's agent and you want, uh, you want to win, being able to show people, this is what we are doing. And you say, how many buyer's agents are doing this for you? Most of them are, they're not even sending stuff. Maybe they put them on a search and they're waiting till the buyer calls them every morning and says, Hey, this looks like a good one. You know, you're telling you, I mean, this is, it's just playing defense. It's being an Uber driver. And, and I'll tell you, I'm about to make some people really mad at me. And, uh, but it's the truth. Honestly, you don't deserve to get paid as much as you get paid. If you literally just wait till somebody calls you and you go out and show them what they ask you to see. And you just write a contract. You don't deserve to get paid the amount we get paid when we do that. We've got to up our game, right? So go ahead and people get mad at me. Send me the hate speech. Tell me, troll me, all the other stuff. But the reality is you got to up your game. This ups your game. This ups your game. All right. We didn't get through all five, um, you know, so, but we are towards the end of the hour. So how about this? Um, anybody that sends me a DM, I'll send you some other lead sources that are, uh, that are great ones on, on Instagram at crad rock, go ahead and send me an, an, a DM. I'll send you some other ones and we'll rock and roll from there. Um, so with that said, Jeff, you want to, uh, take us home? Absolutely. Friends, this concludes another episode of your uncommon lunchbox with the host, Chris Craddock, myself, Jeff safe, right? We look forward to connecting with you. Uh, and, uh, I lost my train of thought here, but that's okay. We'll see you again Thursday, same time, same place. Uh, everybody, until then, continue crushing it. Bye. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Uncommon Real Estate. Subscribe to the podcast to stay up to date with the latest mastermind conversations from Chris, Jeff, and other uncommon real estate industry leaders. If you love this podcast, please write us a review. And to fast track your real estate career, go to chriscraddock.com. Thank you.